1: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast,
2: it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports, and now the host of the longest-running fight show in radio
3: and internet history, Pedro
4: Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California, check-in sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, no, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. Here I sit. My name is Pedro Fernandez, your host now of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Lots of things to talk about. We are six days away, less than six days away, of course, from the World Heavyweight Championship going down in the desert. Saudi Arabia, 100,000 people outdoors for Anthony Joshua, of course, looking to reclaim himself, looking to redeem himself. He's going to get licked like a stamp again. Watch this. He's going to quit like a dog. I wish we had a barking dog right now because I'd put it on there. The bottom line is he's going to dog his way out of this one. He'll find a way. The heart has been taken from Anthony Joshua. I thought he was the real deal, the 2012 Olympic gold medals, but I've told you before, guys can win Olympic heavyweight gold medals and not be the greatest guys in the world. Guys can win U.S boxing championships as far as amateurs are concerned with just a minimal amount of fights because they're heavyweights and guess what they get exposed in the long run because they're not really fighters they're not really boxers I don't think think that Deontay Wilder is a real thing I think he's a a conditioned street fighter. Now, Mr. Joshua, a little bit different. I think he's a conditioned pretty boy. Good looking kid, no doubt about it. Had the world by the cojones. And of course, snatched, snatched Amir Khan's wife. Talk about bad karma. You snatch him, dude's wife, and he's your friend? Not so good. Bottom line is, Joshua's gonna get beat by Andy Ruiz next week. The Godfather, the retired HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant, will join us in a few minutes. We'll also hear an hour and a two. We'll talk heavyweight boxing with Mike Tyson's former trainer. That's right. Aaron Snow will be here. So we've got open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That was 1-800-878-7529. Or check us out on the Guilfree No Commitment text line. Text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. The studio text line once again. 415-275-1613. You're tuning to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio Radio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled wbo that's right the world boxing organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body you can follow the wbo on facebook or check out their website wboboxing.com that's wboboxing.com the world boxing organization
5: hey travelers do you want to save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right
0: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
5: Are you or someone you love one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? Every person's experience with Parkinson's is unique. And for many patients and families, that can be one of the most challenging aspects. The Michael J. Fox Foundation built a guide to help. Visit michaeljfox.org pd360 to download the Parkinson's 360 a guide for navigating the disease. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org slash pd360. Visit today. Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more. Ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears and for a limited time you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises.
2: Hi, my name is Paul and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom but after taking Prostavive LS I now sleep through the night.
5: Prostavive LS does not require a prescription and there are no side effects but this free bottle is not available in stores call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this nobel prize winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241 percent more that's 800-769-8155
6: but it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle and one may be favored over the other but you never know what's going to happen and and that's what that's why
4: boxing is the way it is. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide of course a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Well, Oscar Valdez has an Olympic gold medal. He was a former WBO 126-pound champion. He was stepping up to 130 pounds. He was supposed to take on Andres Martinez, I believe, yesterday or yeah, Andres some, Andres something. But on the bottom line is, Mister Andres didn't show up at the weight. He showed up 11 pounds heavy. heavy. So Oscar Valdez ends up bringing in a late-minute substitute, a last-minute guy, right? Last-minute guy dropped him straight up. Oscar Valdez gets off the deck to uh, stop Adam Lopez in his seventh round. So. Not a great night for him, no doubt about that. Carl Franton, he looked sharp last night. I mean, I'm talking about the kid from across the pond, man. He's this former champion, 122 pounds, moving up to 130 pounds. I think he's bitten off way, way, way too much. But last night, he took out of Philadelphia's, uh, they call him the golden child, Tyler McCurry, maybe he is a golden child. But he lost big time on the scorecards, man, like 188 times three. And it was only a 10-round fight. It wasn't a 10-round fight anyway. Bottom line is... You have to look at Frampton in a different realm. I mean, I think he's just too small, twenty-seven and two fifteen kills. I think he's a great fighter. I think he's an outstanding fighter, but he's an outstanding one hundred and twenty-two pound fighter. And I've explained this before before to people that they have weight divisions for reasons, and there's a divi- there's a uh, reason between. A uh, difference between a 122 pounder and a 126 pounder, and there's a great difference between a 122 pounder and a 130 pounder. So what I'm trying to tell you is, eight pounds at that weight is a significant difference. But Frampton came alive last night, knocking down McCurry, who falls to 16-1, a draw in seven Kale's. Body shots. I mean, he, 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 Mr. Frampton, like, Frampton, Frampton came alive last night, no doubt about that. And of course, he wants to take on Jamel Herring for the WBO 130 pound title. That's a tag. Good luck on that one. But bottom line is good luck on that one. Some other fights last night, of course, rocking and rolling on the zone. The zone's got it going on, man. If you ain't got the zone, well, good luck on that one, because the zone's happening. WBO number two ranked junior middleweight, Patrick Tazara, of course, 31 and 1 now, 22 wax. Man, he came through. He and the number one unbeaten guy, Carlos uh, Adamas, they went roll, they went toe to toe back and forth. It was a face fight, and I'm not a big guy on face fights. You know what a face fight is? When both guys fight with their face, they just get hit all night. I'm not a big guy on face fights. Those Mickey Ward type of fights, not a big fan. Not this, not Arturo Gatti. Not a big fan of those. I like science. Anyway, Adamas now 18 and one. 14 KOs, a unanimous nod across the board for the WBL 122-pound title. Some other results coming out of Las Vegas. Arnold Barbosa now 23 and zip, 10 KOs knocked out. William Silva, 27 and 3. Of course, Barbosa, pretty, uh, how can I put this, pretty good-looking 140-pounder. And, of course, he retains the North American Boxing Federation 140-pound belt. 17-year-old Alexander Zayas, get this, two 2-0, 2 KOs, Second KO in a row, of course, taking out Virgil Winfield. Virgil's not a big guy, two and, two and three now, two KOs. But the bottom line is they really think a lot of the 17-year-old keep an eye on him. Straight up, you are tuning to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We take it from the studios to Southern California, bringing the retired HBO Godfather. A very good morning to you and the Godmama, Larry Merchant.
3: Uh, good morning, Pedro. And tell me, how many fans would come to boxing contests It was if it was... All science. None. Thank you. Okay, but you know... i, I That's do, called but, amateur boxing, not professional oh, boxing.
4: Oh, but I do like a little science in and, and those, in and those, listen, those barbaric beatings just don't, they, I, I, I anyway, I see the... No, called, no, I,
3: no they're, you're talking about two extremes.
4: Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Godfather, f- 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 uh, fully explain yourself there.
3: Well, I like guys who can box and bang, and who are willing to take risks. Uh, too many guys who are ring scientists walk out of the dressing room toward the ring, and their first, second, and third priorities are not to get hit. Uh, I'm sorry, but fans didn't uh, pay their money and put in their time and, and their energy into going to see sparring. They want to see a prize fight, with, yes, guys who can do both.
4: Okay, so is Floyd Mayweather a classic example of that?
3: Yep. I, but I... as a lightweight when he came into boxing, mm-hmm. and he was as big or bigger and stronger than many of his opponents, that's when he scored almost all of his knockouts. Uh, but you're right, yes. And uh, as I used to say, um, the excitement of... Uh, Floyd Mayweather, I'm sorry, Floyd Mayweather uh, stopped when the first bell rang.
4: Well, I, I used to say I, I used to say that he was the biggest con perpetrated on the American public since Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the movie The Sting. But you say it goes back further than that. The bottom line is Mayweather obviously not big on our fans' list. Talking about coming back now at the age of 44 to take on Terence Crawford, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Mayweather, and I'm not a big fan of guys coming back at 44.
3: Well, I agree. Um, if he were to fight Terrence uh, Crawford, I think that would be a, a major event. Uh, and, and the fighters would make a lot of money, uh, but I don't uh, think it would be uh, much of a fight. Um, that said, uh, uh, I am uh, w- waiting and waiting for Mayweather to come, and I hope I'm waiting for the next 10
4: years. (laughs) Okay. If you were a betting man, would you bet on uh, uh, Earl Spence ever fighting again? I guess
3: I think he will fight again, but, you know, I think the fact that they're keeping the media and the public in the dark about uh, any injuries he might have uh, suffered in that one-car accident uh, injuries that might be in- internal more than external, mm-hmm. uh, suggest that, uh, there's more there than, than we know about.
4: And I sent you that picture of him. uh, there's some neurological damage to that eye, that one eye. I mean, it didn't look
2: good.
3: Well, I think you're very perceptive for noticing that. Uh, but, uh, you know, all, all I can say is time will tell and, uh, uh, they're not gonna put, uh, a, a damaged, uh, human being into the ring. Uh, I think Errol Spence is a hell of a fighter, uh, and it would be a loss for boxing if he can't come back.
4: Interesting. No doubt about that. Of course, Errol Spence injured in a car accident about a month ago, flipped his car, was cited for DUI, driving under the influence of something afterwards. And they've sort of... I thought that Jerry Jones put a a press blanket on this from the start, and this had Jerry Jones written all over it. And I I said that from the beginning that Jerry Jones was controlling the the news on this one. And I, I think... I think he was, because the only thing we've ever seen was the mugshot that was released by the Dallas Police Department. Outside of that, we haven't heard nothing about Mr. Spence.
3: Well, uh that's often the way football people operate, <laughs> trying to keep uh, future opponents uh, confused about who is uh, ready to play for them and who isn't.
4: Okay, we got a big week of boxing. Of course, six days away from Andy Ruiz Jr. Going over to—he's already there in the desert. Of course, Saudi Arabia taking on Anthony Joshua in the rematch. It's a loser-leave-town match. And Why do I say that? Because I think whoever loses here ain't going to be around no more. Write them off, baby. They're done. And I think the. Loser- I disagree. Okay, good enough. We'll will we'll rumble on that after the break. The Godfathers is going to stick around. Larry Merchant's in the house. You can join us if you like. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or hit them up on the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Talk to Larry and I via text. The studio text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. We're with the Hall of Famer, Larry Merchant, live on Sports Byline.
6: Uh, I've been here before. I know what it takes. I don't want no excuses. So I'm just going out there and, and be the
4: same Floyd Mayweather. I've been here before, and I know what it takes. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35 make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break.
0: If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Last year.
7: Car repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all, go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com.
4: That's 800 847 1183. You're tuning to Ring Talk live worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, only on Sports Byline. Well, where do you hurt?
2: It's my head, Doc.
3: It's my head. Dizzy? Ringing in your ears? Well, I mean, it's all a
7: time, Doc. Like bells? That's it, Doc. Like bells. Huh? That, Doc. How do they go? Yeah. Uh, dong, dong? Ding, ding, or ding, dong. It's important. Uh, Ding, uh, dong? Dong, ding? uh, No second guessing. uh, Too bad.
0: Should go dong, dong.
3: One, two, one, two, three, ah!
4: You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Talking boxing and mixed martial arts in the next couple hours. Aaron Snow will join me in hour number two, of course, the Former trainer of Mike Tyson, he'll be in the house at hour number two here on the Sports Byline broadcast Network. Now, before I went to the break, I differed with the Godfather, or Godfather differed with me, when I said that I think this is a loser leaves town match. And the reason why I say that is, I think Anthony Joshua's going to lose, and I think he's going to lose in dramatic fashion, much like he did the last time, and that he can't survive two stinkers in a row. He's done. Godfather?
3: Well, if it's a stinker, uh, that's one thing. But you can lose and have a great fight and get elevated. I we, We've seen that on, on many occasions. Um, so it's the nature of the fight that determines that. Um, myself, I agree that, that Ruiz is the pick. Um, but I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I want to see a heavyweight championship trilogy. There hasn't been a heavyweight championship trilogy trilogy uh, since Holyfield and Bo, which was one of the great trilogies of all time, if you recall, three fierce (laughs) fights ended uh, with Fan Man. So um, (laughs) a third fight would be a a terrific fight. And keep this in mind. um, How could Joshua take Ruiz seriously? A little fat guy who was a late substitute with a month to go, a month before the the main event. So now he, uh, Joshua's had six months to get ready for this guy, physically, mentally, emotionally, and we'll see what he's got. Um, if he's, if, if he has a real, uh, some boxing skills, he can fend this, uh, young Ruiz, uh, handily but uh we'll see it when we believe it or vice versa. Um so I'm anxious to see this fight. Uh I want to see what Joshua brings in the rematch and uh maybe we'll get a great fight.
4: Um was um, the fan man. Let's go back to the fan man just for a second. Well I think his name might have been James Miller if my if my head if my head is right. Anyway, the bottom line is those people beat his a- a butt. With with cell phones that were like bricks. There, remember back in the time, like nineteen ninety three, around that ninety four. Those those they, those phones were like they were bricks, and those people beat that right. poor guy. They to- were
3: yeah. They were uh, led by uh, the corner people of uh, Bo, of Bo, who incidentally had been involved in a few fr- <laughs> fracases um, before. They were trying to bring attention to Bo. Um Bo was a hell of a fighter, when, to me, one of the best short-time heavyweight champions yep. ever. Yep. Um, who, he probably would have been favored to beat Mike Tyson at, their, at the top of their games. And Holyfield was Holyfield and f- fought his life out in those fights. Bo won two, two of them.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, Rob, I think he ate his way out of, you know, I was interviewing him one night and he was in, in Riddick Bowe. He was in Lake Tahoe training for a fight in Vegas. He was up there in the altitude. And he was training in Vegas and he, and he was sitting back on a bed and he was eating the entire time I was talking to him. And he was in training. And this is the same guy that had a kitchen built inside of his house, a kitchen built in his bedroom. So, you know, he had, he had some eating issues.
3: You are, you are correct. <laughs> and, uh, if you remember the great trainer Eddie Futch, Yeah, well said he wouldn't train him unless um, he trained himself Uh, and it wound up to be a pretty good partnership but uh, Bo had five big heavyweight championship fights you remember the two he had with Mm
5: -hmm.
3: He and he took massive amounts of punches to the head from heavyweights in five fights he showed great courage in fighting uh, um, the Polish guy and, and and ended up beating him twice on fouls. Uh, but he took a lot of punishment in those fights, and he was never the same after those five fights.
4: Okay, somebody shot me a text here, evidently in 2000, 2003, a group of hunters found the body of the fan man, evidently committed suicide. So the fan man, right t- in in Alaska, that's somewhere around there. anyway. Bottom line is the uh, the Resurrection Pass Trail. I guess that is in Alaska. The bottom line is he's a dead man, and he was almost dead that night. He's, I'm serious. He is Godfather. When I lo- I was standing there, like maybe 15, 20 feet away, and I was in. I've seen guys get beat before, but I was saying to my, "Whoa!" And in that, that Riddick Bow corner, they were. Let's be honest, they were ghetto. I mean, I'll be pretty light. They were ghetto. Rock Newman. Well, they were, they,
3: they were applying, uh, street justice. Um, <laughs> that's a nice way to, to put it. To a guy <laughs> who pulled, pull, who pulled off an amazing stunt. And by the way, uh, somehow, uh, an HBO cameraman saw him floating above the ring and followed his descent all the way, which was, to me, uh, just as an inside story, a remarkable thing, and um, it's one—it's something that's unforgettable.
4: Ten years after his death, almost thirty years after the fan man doing his thing, we're talking about James James Miller on the sports byline broadcast now. Now, as we step up uh, to next Saturday night, of course, Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, whatever time is going down there. Do you have any idea what time is going down there live in the uh, in, well? In the it's decim- a good- question because i've been i i,
3: I first a- asked uh, dan raphael who is uh, boxing central mm-hmm. and knows more about boxing than google will ever imagine and uh, he tried to find out when it was going to start and all of that and he couldn't and who was going to broadcast it and uh, was having some difficulty and then i called another reporter and uh, finally i emailed the uh, uh, the p r guy for the zone a, a guy named jamie Horowitz, and uh, he got me straight it will it, the show starts at i believe at eleven thirty a m on the west coast uh when the heavyweight fight starts who knows um but the show starts at eleven
4: thirty but the... kick what I'm sorry, but if you're going to take the guys across the pond and you're gonna, just like they did, the Rumble in the Jungle when Don King took everybody to Africa, and of course Foreman wanted to get out of there after that, cutting and, and Mobutu said no, we're taking your passport. But they went over there and, and how can I put this? They invested time in that country and they spent some time over there, and and, and there was good money and things like that. And I, I'm just not, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling, I'm, I'm sort of not, I'm feeling. St- Something, something not feeling right about this fight, Godfather. I mean, eleven thirty in the morning. Who are they? They're supposed to be. It's you... eleven
3: thirty here. It's two thirty in the East Coast, and there's a, like an eight hour time difference. So it's in part, uh, you know, when when they have fights from Asia, the fight has to be uh, late morning in order to uh, be shown in in the U.S. at night. Um, so there are problems with this, but uh, when you put up $40 million for a fight, you can call the tune,
4: No, and uh,
3: we get the fight when we get the fight.
4: No, you can't call the tune. You can't, I mean, come on, 11.30 in the morning, 2.30 in the afternoon, this is a the major fight of the year, it should be on prime time television, man. And if it's coming to us from, from some other country, when they did the rumble from the jungle, I think it was three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning when Ali and Foreman did battle. So it, it's been done before. I mean, Ali and Frazier didn't rumble in prime time down there in, uh, in, 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 uh, in Manila. They, they did it when it was good for the pay-per-view and then the closed circuit television at that point Look, in time. I, I, I agree
3: with you that I would prefer it to be on primetime. But it is what it is, and uh, I don't get uh, overexcited about things I can't control. My guess is the fight will be on here uh, somewhere uh, 5-ish, give or take, Uh, maybe 4-ish. And if it's 5-ish, it will be primetime in the East Coast. They have to... uh,
4: um, um, finesse these things uh, and that it ain't easy. Yeah, with all that money coming from Saudi Arabia. Now, a man that put his foot down this week, Canelo Arbor, is a pound for pound king of horse as far as, as popularity, at $375 million contract, 11 fights with his zone. He said this week that you know they delayed his fight about three was Kovalev a few about a month ago because of the UFC was airing some fight at the same time the UFC airing a fight from Madison Square Garden and and the zone deferred to the UFC. Now they made us wait 45 minutes to an hour for the main event, which was a crock a spit with an H. So now Canelo's come out this week and said no more delays. Period. Well, that wasn't the first delay. On a previous fight, uh, they delayed
3: because they were getting a lot of... And, and I think it's the case in this one as well. Uh, they d- tried to delay fights because there's a lot of impulsive um, um, calls to sign up with the network, okay? And there could be tens of thousands of those, and they're still in, a, in an early stage of development as a business, and so uh, they were holding the fights off uh, for 15 minutes at a time. So the whole point of it was to be able to get as many subscriptions as possible. Not to just, not to show that UFC. That wasn't the point. Okay. That was the way they did it. Um, hopefully they they will um, show some uh, 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 profits so that they can uh, do what Canelo uh, wants them to do, and maybe he's in the position to make them do it.
4: Okay, have you got two minutes on the other side of the break to to give us a quick breakdown of Joshua and Ruiz in your mind? Sure. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports By Live Broadcast Network. Check it, but you knew that. Get up off that thing! Don't forget Ring Talk Air is Saturday and Sundays 11 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Mighty Sports by Live Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course Sirius X on satellite radio, channel two eleven.
3: Everybody
7: ready?
1: Here comes the decision now. Let's listen.
4: Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, wboboxing.com. That's wboboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. We have a new heavyweight champion
6: the world.
8: Do you owe
5: $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn
7: how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851
0: That's 800-403-5912.
9: iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. Thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com That's all
7: I want to fight is serious challenges. we got respect for each other. Mutual respect, fighter to fighter. But when it comes down to competition, we're both beasts. We're both lions in the jungle. And the best man has to win.
4: Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive sports by line production. Joshua looks so tired. I got think- The great Franklin Delano Rezor, possibly the greatest president in the history of this country. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, bottom line is he said in 1941 after the Japanese bombed us, December 7th, it was a day that will live in infamy. Of course, that day has lived in infamy. But I think for one guy, one guy in particular, and of course I'm not picking I'm not picking Anthony Joshua to win this fight, I think it will be a day that will live in infamy. Bottom line is December 7th, 2019, from Saudi Arabia, 33-1, 22 KOs. 22 KOs to World Heavyweight Champion, Andy Reeves. An amateur that only lost 10 times in like 200, 300 fights, taking on Anthony Joshua, a former Olympic gold medalist in 2012, 22-1, 21 KOs. Now to break that down for us is the eight Hall of Famer himself, the esteemed HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant. Break it down, Godfather.
3: Well, the history of these fights, uh, Pedro, um, and the reason we don't have a lot of trilogies, is when there is a rematch of a good fight or a big upset. Uh, the second fight turns out to be even more one sided than the first fight. Uh, this would have to be the exception to the, to that generality. Um, so that if Joshua would win and I give him a, a, a legitimate shot because he's a, a really good athlete. Uh, and he will have time to prepare. Um, but Ruiz is a is a force. Uh, he'll probably be coming in uh, at a at a lighter weight than he did in the first fight. And those kind of guys are hard to escape for twelve rounds when they keep coming at you. And at the end of the day of the or the end of the night in the first fight, the story was this. Ruiz took Joshua's punches better than Joshua took Ruiz's punches. That may be all we have to know. Because Joshua hit him with some really good shots. And Ruiz, except for that knockdown in the third round, kept coming and coming and coming. That may be all we have to know. And uh, I'm really curious and into this fight because I want to see uh, a heavyweight champion emerge uh, from the top four heavyweights uh, who the public is entranced by
1: um,
3: and who who carries the weight and the um, sight of a heavyweight champion who means something out there in the world. Okay.
4: <clears throat> Deontay Wilder was losing last week to Luis Ortiz through six rounds, but he is must watch uh, that right hand proves that he's must wa- must watch TV. Well, I don't know if you want
3: to sit around for forty five minutes waiting for the guy to throw one punch, <laughs> but, it, but but it's like the climax of a movie. You don't know when it's coming, but you know it's coming. And uh, so, um, you know, what fascinates me, Pedro, is that there are four fighters of vastly different body sizes and styles and personalities. That intrigues me. Um, Does it intrigue the general public? Well, in Britain it does, Mm -hmm. uh, where they really are into boxing. I'm not sure uh, that if one of the two Americans, Ruiz Wilder, comes out winning this sort of tournament, that the American public is is still going to feel about the heavyweight champion the way it did before, so i'm 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 curious to see how it all plays
4: out, okay, so at the end of the day, if somebody were saying to you, Larry, I need you to bet on a fight, where would you put your money?
3: I'd have to put my money on Ruiz. But as I said before, i hope I was wrong so that we could see a trilogy. Are,
4: are you surprised that, 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 I mean, in some, some regards, Ruiz was favored for a while. Now the money's coming in on Joshua. Are you surprised there's big money coming on Joshua?
3: Not really, because um, I think that the uh, Brits are really, uh, who many of whom will go to Saudi Arabia for, for the fight, <laughs>
10: um,
3: and who love to bet on their guys probably have uh, impacted uh, the betting line. Uh, And um, sometimes seeing
4: isn't believing. (laughs) Straight (laughs) Um, up. No doubt about that. Godfather, give the godmother my best. I've taken a lot of your time here on a Sunday afternoon, so give her my best and tell her I'm thankful for your time and hers. Thank you so much, sir. Have a great day. The great Larry Merchant, folks, on Sports Byline. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Let's talk about the fights, of course, Saturday night. Of course, the WBA welterweight title on the line. Wait, wasn't Earl Smith the welterweight champion? Yeah, he was until he flipped that car, and he's done. Stick a fork in him, baby. I'm telling you, stick a fork in him. He will never fight at world-class level again if he ever fights again. I saw the neurological damage in his eyes, and you see, Larry Merchant brought that out because once I pointed it out, other people can see it. Once I pointed out these neurological issues regarding the eyes and the direction in which the eyeballs are going, you, you know, sort of leads you to say, hey, man, you're not a neurolog- neurologist, but no, I've hung out with neurologists. And I've talked to them, and I talk about them, talk to them about the, the effects of combat sports and the early signs. What are the early signs of combat sports? Well, I guess the early signs would be forgetting things like I do all the time. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, um, It's a serious subject. be shouldn't be be adding any humor to it. Combat sports is nasty, no doubt about it. But, you know, I'm trying to get Dr. Nathan Sati. Of course, he's a a surgeon, a neurosurgeon. Of course, he's a boxing doctor with the New York State Athletic Commission from, I think, John Hopkins University back east. And he's done a lot of protocol. He's written a lot of protocol regarding boxing and boxing safety and things like that. And I think it's time to have Dr. Sati on. We'll probably have him on in the next couple of weeks. Anyway, these two Russians battled out. For the WBA, a welterweight title number one guy was Alexander Bestputin. Hey, easy name, easy name. B S P U T I N. An easy name. 14 in zip, nine KOs, Scored a 12-round unanimous nod over WBA number two guy. And here we go with the names here: Razavov, something like Razavov, and uh, Budev. See, like that. Okay, 12019 Kels The claim that vacant WBA welterweight title was Saturday night at the Casino de Monte Carlo and Monte Carlo for boxing getting around the pound, man. You know, ESPN Plus and the and zone showing these fights on different apps. I mean, boxing's coming live, and I think that. Uh, not coming alive. It is alive. And I think it's being, it's being, uh, kind of put this, jump started by the fact that we've got some guys here in the States that can fight. Jaime Munguia, the guy stepping up to 160 pounds, the former WBO 140, 54 pound champion. They're moving up to 160 because he had that horrible, horrible effort, uh, against the Australian last time out. But I got to tell you, man, you know, I don't know. I think Jaime sort of got exposed in that one. I just think he got exposed in that one. And of course, Dennis Hogan was the guy that exposed him. And Dennis Hogan is the real deal. Of course, he He's taking on. I think he is. He's not a big puncher. He's like, he's like your nine to five guy. I mean, he's your journeyman type of guy. He looks like a journeyman. He ain't got no su- super super body like that guy Tyler, the the 140 pound king from, from the UK. Got no super body and things like that. But he comes to work and he comes to apply his trade and he's good and he's talented. And Dennis Hogan brought it, of course, to Jaime McGee, forced Jaime to jump up to 160 pounds in my mind because I don't think he wanted to do a rematch anyway. Jamal Charlo going to hook him up for the WBC middleweight title. Of course, Charlo being the champion, 160 pounds, World Boxing Council title. That's going to be a pretty good match. And I'm not trying to say that Charlo will get outshined here. I'm just trying to say that Charlo better bring his lunch because Hogan will make him work for it. Chris Eubank Jr. on the undercard. Take it on the faded Matt Korobov. Remember I used to rave about Korobov, maybe... Five, six, seven years ago, <clears throat> when I would hear his body shots ringing around the arena, bang, bang, you could hear him ripping body shots, ripping down, guys downstairs. <clears throat> anyway, those days have come and gone. Korobov, I think, is the opponent here for Chris Eubank Jr. Although I've never thought the world of Chris Eubank Jr. You know, when you have when you have the offspring of of good fighters or even great fighters, because you Chris Eubank held the title at 168 WBO. 168 pound champion, a super middleweight, WB 175 pound title holder, the light heavyweight champion. So he was, he was a, I mean he was an accomplished fighter, no doubt about. It. A little bit eccentric, of course. He's got the monocle now, and he walks with a cane, and I don't mean a cane that that um that that you use like you're limping. I mean like a pimp's cane. You know what I'm saying? Like a pimp cane with a monocle. And like this is Chris Eubank Senior. So it's cool. Anyway, Chris Huberg Jr., not the flashy, uh, not as good as his father, but he's taking on Matt Korobov, and I think he should outshine, <coughs> he should shine over Korobov. It's like Korobov is faded goods. On December the 7th, the same day, of course, this is all going down the same day. In fact, it's sort of cool now that the World Heavyweight Championship is going to take place at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time because we've got all these other fights happening. The Charlo Hogan fight, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that's going to be on Showtime. And Ruiz, of course, and Joshua is going to be on the zone. And then December 7th as well, we've got pound for pound, I think one of the best fighters in the world, the best Mexican fighter going, oh, how can I say that, Canelo Alvarez? No, it's not Canelo Alvarez. It's Emmanuel Navarrete, once beaten, WB 122-pound champion. I mean, listen, I watched this kid. He's just, I think he's the real deal. He's once beaten. He's got knockout power in his hands. He fights sort of like a little bit like a, a cocky, per- a, a cocky Peronel Whitaker with power. He's a cocky Pernell, Pernell Whitaker with power, and that's the best way I can describe him. Uh, maybe not the defensive whiz, but he's long and he's lanky, and he just throws good, man. I, I think he's a real deal, and of course, he's done some good things at 122 pounds. He may be moving up to 126 or 130 before long, but bottom line, he's taking off Francisco Horta, and on the same card... <coughs> Jerwan Ancaes is going to take on Miguel Gonzalez for the IBF 115 pound title quest December 7th, ESPN. So you've got to have the apps to do this. You can't do it without the apps. You've got the zone going to go December the 5th with, uh, got a card, Iviz uh, Ulessi Jr., Take it on Ismael Barroso, a junior welterweight about. That's going to be December 5th on the zone. Then December 7th, we got. Ruiz and Joshua, the rematch going down, of course, from some ungodly time in the desert. Should have made those Arabs listen. I don't care how much money they put down. Should have made them watch the fight at 4 o'clock in the morning in order for us back here in the United States to watch a fight at a decent time. That's the way it's always been done. That's the way it's always been done. That's the way it should have been done. Don King never did that to us. Don King never said, hey, uh Pedro. Come down tomorrow, come watch one of my fights on, on closed circuit television way before pay per view. We had to go to like movie theaters and auditoriums and things like that. Come down and watch my fight at eleven thirty in the morning. Never happened like that. Never happened. Pay per view. Hey Pedro, Saturday afternoon. Don't come watch your fight my fight at eleven. Yeah, it never happened. But the Arabs, Arabs got they threw down this money and I guess the zone's bending over and Barry Hearn's bending over, and this should have been a prime time Saturday night fight. Here in the United States, prime time! No doubt about it. It's the World Heavyweight Championship. Listen, I know the, the Arabs threw down all that kind of money, 35 or 40 million dollars, but at the end of the day, baby. Us boxing fans in the United States, I don't think we deserve this. St- 're the way, we're the ones spending all the money on pay per view. We spend more money than on pay per view than the people in the UK, pound for pound. We do as far as the, our population is so much bigger. So I'm telling you, especially that Mexican. You got you got to love the Mexicans because anytime you want to talk pay per view, you got to figure in the Mexicans will be a big, big part of that here in the United States. I kid you not, man. When I did a fight in '96 at the Tamferan Theaters, and it was a closed circuit television match with Julio Cesar Chavez and Oscar De La Hoya and Oscar's first fight with Julio Cesar Chavez. Of course, it ended in a TKO in four. But when I did that fight, I did it on four different four different TV's, uh, movie screens. And three of them were in Spanish, one was in English. Man, the Spanish ones all sold out. They sold out quick, okay? So what I'm trying to tell you is Mexicans, pound for pound, are the kings when it comes to boxing fans. They spend the most money, they get down. Tecate, listen, Tecate is sponsoring all them fights for nothing. They ain't stupid. Straight up, you are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Live, worldwide, of course, coming to you from the city, by the bay, San Francisco, California. This broadcast comes to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, satellite radio, channel 211, the Dan Patrick channel, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I keep going, but I don't have enough time. Tower of Power to the break. Please take me with you. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline.
0: that's
2: 800-223-0992. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491, that's 800-593-7491. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Imagine
7: this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do?
0: That's 800-932-1749 Now, more
1: of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That is just a fact of life.
4: Coming up in hour number two of Ring Talk live on Sports Byline. We're talking boxing and MMA. I'll touch on the world of the USC as well. Sort of dull. $4.2 4.2 billion dollar pink elephant. I told you about that. Those guys, those corporate guys, have bought the UFC. They got stuck with a, they got stuck with a pig. I think. I don't think it's worth 4.2 billion bucks. I've talked to all these economists. They look at me like 4.2 for what? 4.2 billion. 4,200 million dollars is what those clowns pay for the UFC. And now, of course, they stuck with a, lot, a, lot, a whole lot of stars. Bottom line is, I think the UFC is um, overrated. Of course, I'm not into this cage fighting as much as I am boxing. Why? Because boxing is, is just pure plus i think the residual effects from combat sports uh, is, is is gross enough as far as boxers are concerned but when you start kicking guys in the head and kneeing guys in the head and hitting them with forearms and that kind of good stuff and their their head is you know supported at the bottom by a canvas words, you're hitting them against the ground their head no, their head can't move around this net There's going to be residual damage that you can never ever imagine. So I'm not looking for good things. In fact, maybe in 15 or 20 years from now, as they move to look away and ban professional football, they might ban these combat sports as well. Why do I say that? Because it's looking that way. I mean, why would anybody in college? Why would you go to college if you got a college degree? Why would you risk getting dementia and this and part all these different diseases that people are getting from from the heads and the helmets and that kind of good stuff? I mean, because it's not it's not good. You got a helmet on. The helmet's like represents steel it's supposed to protect your head and you got to go on head to head guys like 250 pounds going at each other eight nine miles an hour come on man something's got to give and it ain't the helmet you feel me you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. We come to each every Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Saturday show, 11 a.m. Pacific time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Sports Network, and a thousand other Internet platforms. The Sunday show, this is hour number one of the Sunday edition. The Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide airs at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Coming up in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Aaron Snow, the former heavyweight champion trainer. Of course, we'll talk about of Mike Tyson and Tim Witherspoon. Now, before we go, I want to mention the passing of Tyron Williams, the voice, the brother behind the voice here of Lenny Williams. He was the brother of Lenny Williams. He passed away a few years ago. He would have been 76 years old. We remember you, Tyrone. Right, as we remember Lenny each and every week. Thank you, Lenny Williams, for the memories. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Because I love
11: you so.
8: S.A. Radio News with John Hunt. Three proposed rule changes by the Trump administration could cause millions of people across the country to lose food stamps and decrease the size of the benefits for millions more. Over the past year, the Department of Agriculture proposed three changes to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program known as SNAP. The new rules create stricter work requirements for program eligibility, cap deductions for utility allowances, and reform for the way 40 states automatically enroll families into SNAP when they receive other forms of federal aid. A study by the Urban Institute examined the three rules in combination and found that 3.7 million fewer people would receive SNAP in an average month, 2.2 million households would see their average monthly benefits drop by $127, and more than 3 million would see an average drop of $37 per month and almost 1 million students
1: would lose access for free or reduced lunches. This is USA Radio News. Why spend more than you have to on your life insurance? Hi, I'm John David Wells from the Wells Report. Did you know that life insurance rates have fallen 60% over the past 25 years? Even if you already own life insurance, you should check out the folks at AccuQuote. Since 1986, they've helped millions of people save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. Want some examples? Here's this one. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half million dollars worth of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month month 20 or 30 year terms even permanent plans are also available and if you're on medications or have health problems the experts at AccuQuote will still work with you to find an affordable policy nobody does it better than AccuQuote call 877-437-5912 right now that's 877-437-5912 877-437-5912 life insurance AccuQuote call them today
8: Policy forms and availability by state. The United Auto Workers and Fiat Chrysler reached a tentative agreement on a new four year contract, which includes a total of $9 billion in investments, but still needs final approval from the workers. Both sides declined to offer details on the deal, but it includes a $9,000 signing bonus for each employee, a promise not to close any factories for the next four years, and a commitment to keep making vehicles at a plant in Belvedere, Illinois. The UAW-FCA Council will meet December 4th to go over the details of the tentative agreement. The search and rescue operation for earthquake survivors in Albania has ended, according to the Prime Minister, with the death toll at 51 and no more bodies expected to be in the ruins. Prime Minister Edi Rama said preliminary figures showed more than 1,500 buildings in the capital, Tirana, seriously damaged in the 6.4 magnitude quake. About 2,000 people were injured. This is USA Radio News. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to
5: act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So
7: call us today for free information. Call 800 965 1290 800-965-1290, 965 1290
8: There are new economic numbers, and Thanksgiving spending is way up. USA Radio's Robin Walensky has more.
7: The new numbers out tell the story of a booming U.S. economy. Adobe Analytics finds consumers spending at a record high this Thanksgiving, $4.1 billion. That's up 14.5% from last year. Projected sales from Black Friday at more than $7 billion. And Adobe Analytics projects Cyber Monday sales will top $9 billion.
8: This year, holiday stress will take on a whole new meaning for online retailers. Amazon, Walmart, and others have promised to deliver more of their orders within 24 hours of customers clicking on Buy. The coming weeks will be the first test of whether they can make that happen during the busy holiday shopping season. It's an expensive feat that requires not just additional planes and vehicles, but more workers and reams of data to help retailers prepare and predict what shoppers might buy. And the stakes to deliver on time are high. A late package can damage a retailer's reputation since shoppers tend to blame them, even if the late arrival is the fault of the delivery company. Shippers say they're ready for the influx of packages, UPS, which says next day air shipments jump 24, percent in the most recent quarter has built more package sortation hubs that will help process an additional four hundred thousand pieces per hour and the u.s postal service says it will be delivering packages in more cities on sundays during the holidays
0: dish tv is better than cable tv why because you can save 45 percent on packages compared to your high priced cable bill
2: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat
3: sports. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and
4: internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, live worldwide, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check in, sports fans, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated, but never duplicated. Here I sit, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course. Coming to you from these sports byline studios in the most world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California. Of course, in this hour of Ring Talk Live worldwide, we're talking heavyweight boxing. Of course, we've got the heavyweight championship coming up six days from now from the desert. Wow, I'm talking about Saudi Arabia. I mean, a real desert. It's going to be hot out there. They say they can air-condition the ring. What about the 100,000 people? Who the hell wants to watch a fight in 128-degree weather? Think about that. 120 degree weather. What? I guess they're going to do that. Uh, 100,000 people are going to do so out there in the desert, Saudi Arabia, of course. Andy Ruiz defending the World Heavyweight Championship. In Andy's case, he really is a heavyweight. uh, Defending against the former champion, 2012 Olympic gold medalist. The man that turned out to be a fraud. I'm talking about gold-plated. Anthony Joshua, of course, both guys are once beaten. Uh, The one loss on Ruiz's record to Joseph Parker in New Zealand, I thought it sunk. I thought it was a bit of a hometown decision. So straight up, he probably is undefeated. Call him what you want, but he is Superman. He is the world heavyweight champion, and I think he will obliterate, obliterate. He will destroy Anthony Joshua next week. I just see it because you know what, Anthony Joshua, when you when you take off his shorts and look down there, you better bring a magnifying glass. You know what I'm trying to say. You're tuned to Ring Talk, live, worldwide, open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That 1-800-878-7529. of course, the free, No Commitment Text Line, 415-275-1613. That's 1-415-275-1613. Check it. We're live on Twitch TV, sportsbyline.com, iHeartRadio, and, of course, SiriusXM, Satellite Radio channel 211. Baby, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you didn't know it, you know it now. Here
1: comes the decision now. Let's listen. Here comes decision now. Let's listen.
11: Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. Take advantage of our best Black Friday sale ever and save up to $400 when you buy a mattress and premium sleep bundle by texting SMART to 84888. Sleep great through the holidays and get up to $400 off by texting SMART to 84888. That's S-M-A-R-T to 84888.
1: It's time to play Vomit Vomit or No Vomit. vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine.
2: Let's jump right in. Imagine the night before Thanksgiving you partied
7: too hard. Now you're suffering through turkey day trying not to Ralph on Uncle Ralph. Bob, do you A, vomit, B, guzzle the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine? Um,
9: take Nauzine?
7: Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from
9: overindulging in food or drink. Get fast-acting Nauzine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed.
2: I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use.
11: Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started.
2: HomeAdvisor.
9: Radio, an app so powerful. It holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. Thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com.
4: Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro as We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. The UFC is a bit quiet. Of course, they had went uh, last week from San Paulo, Brazil. The week before that, from Moscow, Russia. Of course, the big car in Masvidal and Diaz going down UFC 244 from the Mecca Boxing, massive World Garden, of course. And the reason why I bring that up, November 2nd, that Jorge Masvidal only got a, a half a million bucks. He sold out the garden. <coughs> He was a guy that won a big fight at the Garden. He got a half a million dollars. And guess what? I think he got a $50,000 bonus for like the best win of the night. Some kind of crap like that. For a five hundred and fifty grand. and the promoter bought in a $6 million live gate. And we're not talking about t-shirts. We're not talking about memorabilia. We're not talking about, wow, pay-per-view revenues. Bottom line is... Macedo deserved the elevator, and he got the shaft much, as do a lot of the UFC fighters. So that was a couple few weeks ago, of course. As I said last week in Sao Paulo, Brazil, no big card there. Next week, is going to rock and roll on ESPN. Alistair Overeem. Oh, I'm sorry, Overeem. Bottom line was Alistair Overeem was a steroid freak. He got caught, I think, once definitely, twice supposedly. But the bottom line is that one time the Nevada State Athletic Commission caught him dirty. He was at a press conference. He said, he said, hey, we're going to test you for drugs. He said, huh? Ah! So he gets out of, gets in his car. He drives around Vegas for 45 minutes, doesn't know what to do. Sweat come hard out of him the whole nine hours. I guess he forgot to turn on the AC, but the bottom line is he went back, took the test and turned his test positive for some anabolic steroids. So he popped and he was suspended, therefore, by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. But he's in the main event, USC on ESPN, December the 7th, another day of the, of the infamy from the Capitol Arena in Washington, D.C. And of course, after that, uh, U.S.C. 245. Good, good, good fight. Of course, the main main event: Kamara Usman, the undefeated champion at 170 pounds, the welterweight champion of the UFC, taking on Donald Trump's favorite fighter. I'm talking about Kobe Covington. Of course, he won a version of the title or a split version, interim title, something like that. But anyway, he went to party with the president. That kind of good stuff. And more power to him. I mean, more power to him. But not my type of guy. And I hope I'm hoping that Kamara Usman, who represents Africa, just slaughters this guy. I, I'm sorry to put it to you like that. And listen, boxing also. It's always been a racial thing. Larry and I have talked about in the past. A lot of times, it boils down to racial lines. Now, I'm not jumping on this guy because because he's totally uh, because he's black and I and I've got a portion of black. I mean, I'm Hispanic and that kind of stuff. I'm just telling you that, man. If ever there was a guy that could shut Kobe Covington up and shut down this right wing propaganda, this little machine that he is. It would be Cameron Usman. Now, I'm not sure if that Kobe Covington took this on because he believes in it or he took it on to make money. Either way, I think he's a piece of spit. And when I say spit. I mean, spit with an H. On the same card, in Nunes, of course, defending the World Bantamweight Championship against the former. Well, she was a 145-pound number one contender. She wouldn't fight Chris Cyborg Santos. So I guess she would lose 10 pounds and take on the woman that knocked out Chris Cyborg Santos. And in Nunes, of course, I'm going to talk about Jermaine Duranamy. me. That's going to go down the Women's Bantamweight Championship. But the co-feature, man, a guy that scares the snot out of me. If ever there was a guy you want to take down an alley at Tijuana at 2 o'clock in the morning after you've been drinking, and I know about Tijuana alleys at 2 o'clock in the morning when I've been drinking. Sorry, I'm admitting things. I plead guilty. Bottom line is Max Holloway is the guy you want to bring with you. I think he's lost like three fights out of Honolulu, Hawaii. He's the 145-pound champion. He's blitzed he He beat up jose Aldo twice i think I think he's like an amazing fighter at one forty five of course, in his last fight, he tried to move up to one fifty five and got dusted by dustin pori over five rounds and Of course, the punishment I think these guys take in these fighters is, is is unparalleled and it, it, it's, it's sort of it, 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 we're not there. It's uncharted water as far as the punishment the guys take from MMA fights. It's just uncharted water. And as I told you before, it's one thing to hit a guy with a with a, with a closed fist and, and a glove on, okay? And the glove's not there to protect the guy. The guy's the gloves there to protect your hand, okay? It's another thing to hit a guy with a forearm and elbow, kick him in the head with a knee. I mean, come on, man. Good lord, that you know that stuff is brutal. It's beyond brutal. Anyway, let's hope that Kobe, Kobe Covington gets brutalized, and you know, when Cameron Usman comes, Cameron Usman comes up on top there. Max Holloway's gonna defend the title against Alexander Volkanovski. My guy Johnny the Seek down there at the Spruce and Grand Avenue liquor store in South San Francisco. He's a UFC expert, and he tells me that Volkanovski is no match for Holloway. But then Holloway took that beating last time, five rounds from Dustin Poirier. As I said, Amanda Nunes and he. Triple Co. Feature three title fights going down. That's going to go down, of course, December the fourteenth. USC coming to you from the T-Mobile Arena and Paradise, Nevada. Of course, formerly Las Vegas, Nevada. Paradise is like a street, one block off of the Las Vegas Strip. Aaron Snow's about. Aaron Snow knows a lot about Las Vegas. Isn't Paradise just that that boulevard right on the other side of the strip?
6: Oh yeah, before
4: you go one street over, that was the desert back
6: in the day. When it's grown <laughs> up since then. You know, a lot of lot, lot of things have changed in 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 Las Vegas. I mean, Las Vegas, and you know, even with the big fights. But it's good to see boxing, uh, a big event, uh, just so, a week or so ago uh, at the MGM Grand with uh, Dante Wilder and Ortiz.
4: Deontay Wilder, right. of course, he is must watch TV, but, you know, I don't feel too good about, about a guy that's older than you and me combined, and I'm talking about Mr. Ortiz, because, you know, man, I don't think Mr. Ortiz is telling the truth about his age, and he uses it just for men, just like us. And so what I'm trying to say is that, I think, <laughs> uh, no, 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 I think he's an old dude, I think he's a senior citizen almost, and as far as heavyweight boxing is concerned, but yeah, he was, Outpointing hadn't uh Mr Wilder hadn't won around, and he knocks him out with one punch. And I think that's all fine and dandy, but you've got two heavyweights there that threw an average of six to eight punches around. That's not what I want to see.
6: Yeah, well, you know, Dante Wilder, he he's a he's a good puncher. You know, I mean his record proves that. But you know, to to mark him up there with the all time great punches in the heavyweight division, I, I think uh he has to he has to prove that. When you talk about George Foreman, if you go down that name list with Joe Frazier, uh, Ron Law, and all of these great, great fighters and great punchers themselves, and to compare him with George Foreman, it's all about the namesake. you got to fight the man who, who people believe is the man. When you fight the pe- the person that people believe is the man, is the man. When you beat him and knock him out, that makes you the man. George Foreman, Mike Tyson even did that. You know, what he did to Michael Spinks in Atlantic City,
2: you know, uh, what he did to Larry
6: Holmes, you know, it, it was for, uh, Trevor Burby who had beat Muhammad Ali, and to whack him out uh, like that, it would get up, fall down, get up, fall down. These, these are namesake guys. You know, Dante Wilder, he has to get some of these top heavyweights. You know, with him and Tyson Fury, yeah, he hit him and whacked him down, but he was losing that fight. The fight ended up in a draw. Okay. You see what I'm saying? He has to be able to deliver that knockout punch win with a heavyweight that has a name. And
4: he had Tyson Fury, but he couldn't finish him. You know, Ron Lyle, Ron you, know. you, you brought up Ron Lyle. He was my buddy. He was training fighters at Johnny Taco's gym in Las Vegas after he retired. But he was one of my buddies. He used to call me the copper of the snap. But he was a good old guy. And he came, he came, he caught Ali on an off night. And, man, he was close that night. I mean, he was real close. They stopped that fight. Had they not stopped that fight and went to the scorecards, he might have won.
6: Oh, absolutely. Look, you, when you talk about Ron Lyle and Muhammad Ali, and to mention all in punches, One thing what makes Muhammad Ali the greatest of all times, he could handle those punches. When he won the title against Sonny Liston, Sonny Liston was the bear was a beast, and what he did to George Foreman when George Foreman was annihilating everybody. You know, you remember that, picking Joe Frazier up off the canvas with, with shots and knocking him out. But Ali could tame the beast in all of those great punches from Shavers, uh, Norton, all of them guys that can punch. Muhammad Ali could handle all of them.
4: You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We'll come back with the heavyweight champion of trainers. Welcome Mr. Aaron Snow on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Join us on the toll-free. Toll-free means it doesn't cost you a dime. 1-800-878-7529. one 800 87875 times, or, or the Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line. You don't have to talk on the radio. People get scared talking on the radio. I don't know what's up. You say they're intimidated. I don't think so. Bottom line is the text line here, 415 275 1613. Once again, the studio text line, 415 275 1613. You're tuned to Sports Byline, baby. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one.
0: Call right now. That number is
4: 800-485-6003. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. 25 minutes past hour. Welcome back to Sports Byline. Of course, as I said, uh, boxing, rock and roll, and, of course, the heavyweight champion of the world, Defending his title, Andy Ruiz, Superman, call him what you want, baby. He came to the dance and he won. I'm talking about, of course, coming in as an underdog, a prohibitive underdog against Anthony Joshua the first time. Joshua coming in with all those accolades, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist, me thinking he's the real deal. Don't think that way no more. I used to think he was gold. Now I think he's gold player. Why? Because I think his intestinal 42 was challenged, and I think when it was challenged, it just wasn't there. I'm talking about not wanting to fight against Andy Ruiz. He sort of said,
7: I had enough.
4: That's what I thought he was doing in that corner. Bottom line is, we'll hear about, we'll hear from that. Uh, we'll hear from the greatest trainer, I think, when it comes to heavyweights recently. I'm talking about Mr. Aaron Snow on that particular item. Tell me, the heavyweight champion of the world, a lot of pressure on Andy Ruiz here, or is all the pressure on Joshua?
6: Well... It's a heavyweight championship of the world, which is the biggest prize in, in sports. To be a heavyweight champion of the world, you know the thing is, there's history that says there's not too many heavyweights that been knocked out can come back and knock the person out that knocked them out or beat them. It's it, it just don't happen because boxing deals with so much with confidence. You know, you talk about Anthony the Luis. He got it all in one night from a great. He he was a good amateur fighter. Now people Excellent. forget that. He was he was fighting in tough, rugged, and awkward. He he's an awkward fighter, and he's a good counter puncher. And what um, Anthony Joshua has to do in this fight if he wants to win, number one, at some point, at some time, he's going to have to take that counter-punching away from him. And how you do that is that you have to counter a counter-puncher. If he don't add that into his style, he won't beat him. And he got history against him saying he's not going to win. So, But if he does win, there's a place in history for him for being able to do that. Uh, But Anthony Luiz, you could see his body's looking good. Uh, You know, he's talking the talk that a heavyweight champion's uh, doing. You know, it, it's hard. You know, the, the guy just looks like he eats chocolate candy bar, Snickers, and stuff like that all the time. You know, he got this real subtle look eye, you know, like two ton Tony Galendo if you we, if we remember that fighter back in history. You know, he has that look where he can't fight. You look at this dude, and he's smiling, and then he got this, old, you know, sorry look on his face. Like, do I really want to hit this guy? You know, but you mess around, up. Bow. Next thing, he's tearing your head off. You know, and this is what this this, this fights all, all, all about. But you know, I think uh, Luis, uh, as it's looking for right now, he, he'll go in there and defend that title.
4: Yeah. You said counter, punch counter puncher, counter How do you do that? So that of sounds that sounds a little difficult for me to well, to, well, to
6: decipher. Yeah,
4: there's not a punch in boxing that you can throw that can't be
6: countered. And that's what, you know, if you looked at, you know, um, uh, Frankie Randall was doing that to Julio Cesar Chavez. He'd counter him. He hit him with a left hook to the body, he'll run a combination. And when Julio counter him, he'd counter with another shot. You know, it, um, that's what you have to do. And what happens is that, Anthony Joshua was getting hit on the tail end when he was punching. No sooner he let his hand out, one was coming over top, or overhand right or left hook coming at him. And he has to be able to defense that shot and counter back. You know, there's different counters that come off that type of counter punching that he can utilize. If he don't practice that and if he thinks he's just going to move around the ring and just, try to box and steal rounds i don't
4: think that's going to happen
6: okay i don't don't think that's going to happen
4: look joshua's got this huge height advantage what if he were to spread his legs further apart bring his body down and hide a little bit he would still have he would have an incredible advantage in 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 reach and he'd be able to 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 keep andrews on the end of a jab that way can you see what i'm trying to envision there
6: yeah, I I understand. Take control of the center of the ring. That's what you're saying. And once he takes center of the uh, control of the center of the ring, then it would make it hard for Luis to come in or counter punch or do one of those things like that uh, in terms of punching. I I think that you know him being straight up in the air, him bending down, it, it would help some, but. If he hasn't learned or practiced to get away with that style of counter punching, he's in for a long night. And this this champion, he's confident. It, it'd be different story if it was like a fluke type of thing. But this young man got it all in one night. He got he beat a gold medalist from the Olympics that's something that he couldn't win when he was an amateur, Louis. Mm-hmm. And he won most of the titles, all of them except the WBC because. Uh, Wilder has it. So in one night, he accomplished a lot, this guy. You know, when you had it all down in the line. I like Anthony Joshua. I hope somewhere, and what I'm seeing, the way he looks, he really don't look like a real confident fighter going into this fight. There's some Somewhere along the line, he's going to have to get that spark, that spirit of that championship spirit that he got. He has to find that somewhere. And and I don't see it in it. all the films that I'm looking at and stuff like that. He don't have that bold, brass, confidence feeling, that uh, look that he had prior to getting beat.
4: What happens when a guy gets licked for the first time? Some guys, I mean, some guys never, ever recover. Some say, you know, once the China Bowl's been broken, it you can't put it back together.
6: Well, well you it comes from experienced people that've been around the game uh that've been on that height uh where you sit down you have conversations with the uh with with the former champion and you let them know is that the mistakes got you in the situation that you're in same thing that we had to do with Mike Tyson talk to him get his confidence going get his will and his termination, his purpose, his reason, all of the reason why he was fighting before, he has to find new ones at this stage of the game. Because, you know, when a fighter has a lot of money in his pocket, is the most roughest time in his life to fight. Okay. Because We're, money softens the dude up. Your lifestyle changes. You ask, know what I mean? Ask Roberto Duran. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Lifestyle changes. And when, when, when a guy gets that hunger, that fire and desire, a hungry fighter is always a good one. Uh, George Foreman used to say on the telecast of HBO with Larry Birching, your buddy, he used to say, I like the guy because he's hungry, and he's absolutely right. A hungry fighter with purpose and reasons and determination will live up to the task better.
4: Okay. Because
6: he got that hunger and drive in him. When the going gets tough, he'll get going.
4: Okay, this fight has tabloid written all over it. They're going to go fight in Saudi Arabia. And of course, Amir Khan is of Arab descent from Pakistan, basically, and um, the Middle East. And Anthony Joshua went out and snatched his wife, man. I mean, holy, maybe a little karma playing here.
6: (laughs) Boy, hey, I I like the Saudi boys. Uh, Aslam alaikum, they're good people.
2: You know, they putting up
6: a lot of money. Yeah. you know, for 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 boxing and sports and entertainment, and that's a good thing. I just hope that that he goes in there and gives it all of his. Both fighters go in there and give it all that they got and put on a great performance, uh, which makes a great heavyweight matchup, uh, where people love to watch and people love to see. If both of them do that, I think you'll you'll have a, a phenomenal fight. Uh, over
4: there. For Joshua to avoid that counter-punching, though, <clears throat> I think he's got to move to the right and, and get him to stay away from that right hand. But that right hand, he loops it. The the, dude, the dude's down low. I'm talking about Andy Reeves. He loops it overhand, and I'm just telling you, I don't think that, that 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 um Anthony Joshua has the mobility to stay out of the way of that long enough. Yeah, well, he drops
6: down out of his sight, and that's what you teach shorter guys. They have to get up underneath a taller guy, or inside his reach, where he can't see it, you know, because the shot is coming over and down out of your peripheral vision. uh, uh the punch is—it's coming. Oh, he drops his head, drops down in. He comes over top with the shot over top of his peripheral vision, and it's a hard shot to to, to defend. You have to work on it because you have to now study your peripheral vision from left to right. You got to need a peripheral vision for up and down, mm-hmm. and that comes from practice. Cause the eyes are the link in the system for for boxing. The eyes send the message to the brain. The brain tells you how fast or how slow to react or contract that muscle, and that happens simultaneously. So practice, practice, practice improves that eye coordination. The offensive shot or defensive shot. So he has to practice that. That's what spawn partners with style like that have to throw overhand rights so he can adjust this peripheral vision that helps him get the coordination and the link to his body, the offense, the defense, that shot.
4: Okay, now the, know, great, the great Eddie Fletch told me that bad habits, when they're inherent in heavyweights, especially that they can't be broken, that when spit hits the fan, that Joshua's going to go back to being Joshua. When he gets in trouble, that's
6: right. When he gets in trouble, he's going to revert back to things that he's been practicing a long time.
4: Okay. Good enough. Aaron Snow is our guest, folks. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. After the break, we'll take a different spin in the world of boxing. We'll hear from Sammy the Bull Gravano and some of his spins in the world of boxing, including the great Don King. He turns, I think Don's like 85, 86 years old. I talked to his niece this week. I sent him a picture of Don King In real life, I thought in 2019, actually, Don King wasn't Don King. was a homeless man in San Francisco. Looked just like a Don King twin. That on the other side of the break. But you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline.
7: message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you,
11: or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious, but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross, but it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, There is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting sleepy to 8488. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 8488.
5: Men if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more. Ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS. Developed by famed men's health expert, Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises.
2: Hi, my name is Paul and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night.
5: Prostavive LS does... does... Does not require a prescription and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800 769 8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800 769 8155.
6: Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own, uh, his own uh, mind, I should say, but he really is. I see him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is because everybody is taking shots at him. So I see him getting himself in good condition so that he could fire back. Never been one to say die. Never been one to hide out. He comes on damn near parpedos, full steam ahead.
4: Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Hoffman, as We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline.
3: But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and
4: Slim's out of town. The world's greatest promoter, Don King. Check this out. So Don sees me at the Times Square gym. Emmanuel Stewart's working me on the mitts. You know what I'm saying? And I'm flashing. I'm like, I'm like 30 something years old, man. I'm an old man. I'm retired the whole nine yards. But I decided I would put in four or five pounds, four or five rounds of mitt work. I was in good shape. I've been running this and that and I've been working out in the gym here in the city. So I went to, to New York City and, and just happened to go in there for a fight and Emmanuel said, come to the gym and work out. And Don King was there and Don said to me, man, you should have turned pro. I said, no, no, Don, I'm not taking punches. No way, I did my amateur thing. And of course Emmanuel was the guy that was when he saw me lose to Vincent Webb that decision in the eighty four Olympic uh, Western Olympic trials there in Colorado Springs, Emmanuel tried to recruit me to the cronk gym and I said, No thanks. I was a San Francisco policeman at the time. Bottom line is I missed the Goldfather, Emmanuel Stewart and the Godfather. I'm talking about The Godfather of Promotions, Mr. Don King. Well, he's rocking and rolling still in Florida. I tried to get him on the phone this week, and he was unable to come to the phone, but he's still kicking it, man. He ain't the greatest in the greatest condition physically. He doesn't move about as great as he used to, but the bottom line is he's at 85 E, six years old. And the mind is still strong. Speaking of the mind being strong, let's bring in the genius of Aaron Snow, breaking down heavyweight boxing just like in the unlike anybody else. So, at the end of the day, Aaron, how does this fight break down? I mean, when 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 it comes Sunday morning in in Saudi Arabia, who's the winner and who's the loser? Who's the winner and who's the
6: loser? Both of them because both went home with some big cats. They couldn't get nowhere else. <laughs> you know when when when. Uh, recently, you know, from Muhammad Ali and, you know, uh, maybe a uh, uh, Mike Tyson, that uh, a former champion outweighs the the, uh, the heavyweight champion in terms of uh, medium of exchange for goods and services, what are dollar bills. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Anthony Joshua still got the top end of the stick. You know, they say he's the draw and this was the biggest upset in boxing history. I I don't believe that's true. No, You know, it's good to promote all that. You know, everybody can remember when Mike Tyson got beat uh, in Tokyo uh, by Buster Douglas. Everybody knows what they were doing when they heard it, all of that. It was one of those, if it was something wonder of the world, that was it. You know, that was second to none. And uh, this here, you know, they may try to say that, but it's not that kind of bill. Maybe in England and Europe, but not the whole world. Mike Tyson upset was uh, a shockwave all over the world that will last uh, through time, and people will always pass that down to generation and generation. Okay. However, L- Luis, Luis uh, he has history on his side. And uh, to go in, and if he fight the fight, like he said he's going to fight, uh, he should retain that, that uh uh, heavyweight championship of the world. And Anthony Joshua, I like, I like the guy, his personality, all of that, but that don't make a fight. You know, you got a, a champion has to fight the fight that he needs to fight to win. And I don't see it. I don't see that confident, uh, look on his face. And that comes from gym work, working on the tools and things that you need in the gym. You know, uh, it's, it's It's a tough bit, I think he should have had an interceding fight like uh Tyson did when he lost and came back uh with Henry Tillman, someone he lost to in the amateurs, and we uh bring him back against uh Tillman and he knocked out Tillman, which gave him his confidence back mm-hmm. you know, and once he got his confidence going again, you know the punch ain't never going to leave you when you're a puncher. Okay. That's the last thing leaves you. But you talk about Tyson and with with Wilder, I believe right now, Tyson go give him six months, let him go work out. I give Tyson a run against Wilder. Oh. I believe he'll knock him out right now today. A puncher's chance.
4: Okay. All right. I, shot
6: I, for I, shot, Tyson and knock him out.
4: Okay, I, 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 I take I take you to the bank on that one. I'm not going to. Bottom line is, we're going to switch gears here. I was talking about Don King earlier, of course, the world's greatest promoter. Now, get this. Sammy the Bull Gravano came out of retirement about three or four months ago, and he had
1: this to say. Boxing, gambling. Did you guys ever do anything with Don King? Any contacts with Don King?
10: Yes. I went in front of a grand jury. I was I was subpoenaed in front of a grand jury for boxing. When I was, there, I was out with John Gotti, Mike Tyson was... Was the Now, I had another guy, and I can't think of his name. I knew the trainer, and I knew the black guy. I was training in the gym with him occasionally. He was a tough fighter, and he was a little bit over the hill. So I thought of a thing to set up a fight. I wanted him, and someday I'll get the name. I can't remember right now. But I'll get him to fight the champ in Italy. The champ in Italy was with two brothers who were both made guys in the mob. So I'm reaching them through to the Italian people. I want this guy to come in and fight my guy, the black guy. And my guy will win, so he gets your belt. So if he wins and he has your belt, I want to hook up a fight with Mike Tyson, and I want big money because it's a championship. He's got a belt, you got a belt. The numbers are bigger. We know that Mike will probably beat you. Now, if the people around Mike want to make him duck a fight. I don't think he would do that. But then it's another story. But we never got that far. The Italian guy had to come here and fight a lesser opponent first before he fought my guy. And he lost to, to that guy. So now the thing is off. But in the process of all of this, John knows what's going on. I have a guy, a street guy, can't even think of his name. But he's going to Don King, talking about a potential fight. He's not having a lot of luck. Don King stands up. He don't want to no do part of this thing. He mentions John Gotti, this, that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a tough guy. I went to jail for this and that, and that. John. I'm not doing any of that bullshit. So the kid comes back and tells me. So I said, John, forget the whole thing now. It ain't going to work. He, he won't do it. Don King won't do what we want. Did you tell him to mention my name? Yeah, I did. He, he do not want to be bought Said he's a tough guy, he did time. Really? Yeah. Tell the kid to go back, make another appointment, and kill him. Do you want me to kill Don King? No, not you. The kid, this guy. You want me to tell this kid to go back and kill Don King? Yeah, well hit him with a proposal. If he says no, take a gun out and shoot him. All right. That's what you want? Yeah. All right. I grabbed the kid. (laughs) he was in the kid. He's a guy, you know, who's tough. Listen. You're going to go you're going to hit him with this proposal. If he says no and gives you that sh I'm a tough guy. Take the gun out and shoot him. Shoot him in my head. Kill him. You want me to kill Don King? I said, it's not me. John wants you to kill him. What do you want me to tell you? You got to kill him. He took off. The kid took off. I'd never seen how to have him again. He must have left the country. I don't know where the f he went. He took off. So we never went after Don King because... I, I didn't want. I'm definitely not going after him because this is insane now. We're hitting the guy because he don't want to do this.
4: <laughs> Sammy the Bull Gravano talking about putting the clip out on Don King. Now, Aaron Snow, have you heard that one before?
6: <laughs> yeah, there was rumors about all that kind of stuff with with Gotti. I'm gonna tell you like a, uh, a old wise guy told me: those who say don't know, and those who know won't say.
4: <laughs> but Sam, <laughs> hey, that 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 little that interview with Sammy LeBlanc Gavano at Value Entertainment on the internet—it's got over three million views. I mean, people—that that, pe- that—that's
6: a classic. That's a classic. But Pedro, everything about Don King, you know, is, is right. You know, when he was in the, in the in the in the number business, the mom wanted to take over his number business because he was doing so great uh, with the numbers, and they ain't. Couldn't understand why their money was going down because Don had all their business. (laughs) All the people were uh, coming to Don. But in in the world of boxing, Bob Nunn, that Don King, is the greatest promoter to ever live. I I mean, when you're talking about pay per view network, he didn't put on fights, he put on extravaganzas. And to see him and Bob Burham just recently down at the WBC convention together. You know, Don Don was down there fighting a bit. He's out uh, doing things. You know, it, it's good good to see him out. But he gave it all his energy for all of them years doing the big ones, always promoting. You know, some of these guys, if they had a a, a promoter like Don King, they would be a lot more known. And if Anthony Joshua and them could get a billion dollars for this that stream the zone thing you know don king would have got way more than a billion trust me
1: because wow. he
6: would push he would push to the extreme to get it uh you know and that kind of money was unheard of until don came along and start pushing them the pay when he had a product he would push it you know think about this pedro mike tyson's locked up and we use mike as because mike got a lot of money man when the opening of the MGM Grand, Don got him. He's still locked up. Don got him $20 million, man.
4: I know people. You know, you know. What's funny is that, is that one fighter in particular was rapping him real bad as far as money was concerned. And then I found out the fighter told me in in, in Aruba, no, no, in Antigua. I got him drunk, and he told me in Antigua that he'd taken two hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars in fronts from King. And that's what that's why King only gave him thirty thousand dollars. I think he got had a three hundred thousand dollar purse. And if you spend two hundred and sixty grand, you are only going to get forty.
6: Of course. Well, Don, he's from the street, man. You know, Don was loaning money to guys back in they straight-up loan, no interest.
4: <laughs> no interest. Oh, I a, don't know. Oh, I got a doubt. Oh, wait a second. Don King, the capitalist, no interest? Come on. He was on. paymaster,
6: man. He was paying. When them guys needed, dude, man, you go to a bank. One hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. 100000 200000 you know what you got to sign to get that kind of money? <laughs> I was saying, here, I'm the paymaster. i get mine back when you fight.
4: Interesting. You know, you it's always an experience when you well, come and on.
6: Good. They signed their name, and give them the money. Then after the fight, after getting knocked in the head, then all of a sudden they forgot that they signed their name on the dotted line and they received the cash, and they spent it all.
4: Yeah, it's exactly the way it goes down. Anyway, the bottom line is every time I have you on the store, I, on the show, I am thoroughly entertained. I want you to thank your wife for allowing you to come on the show with me today and take some time away from her on this Sunday, man. You are just the greatest, Aaron Stolen. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Years we've been together now, man. What can I say? We've done TV together. We've traveled around the world together. We've done a lot of stuff together and I respect you yeah. dearly, sir.
6: Look, Pedro, you still ain't S-H-I-T, but I love you anyway. You're the greatest and the latest uh, fly jock boxing announcer around the world. But I don't like you, though. Bottom line is, my
4: man. Though all right, bottom line <laughs> is that is Aristotle. Of course, you are tuned to my good, Pedro. Take care, Erin. You're tuned to Sports Byline. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Mighty Sports By Live Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. You're
10: irritating me now.
2: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
7: Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So, if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749.
0: 932 1749 That's 800-932-1749. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
6: of night. A step going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the
7: hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh,
4: a super. My mother told me it was never bragging. You were telling the truth, son, but just don't be too honest. Straight up, my mother, may she rest in peace, 2006. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live, Worldwide, 35, make that 36 plus years now. You're inside, look at the world of boxing and MMA. I want to thank some fabulous guests today. I mean, Larry Merchant rocked an hour number one. He was combative. I mean, we went back and forth there. I said a few things. he jabber So Larry was combative. That was sort of cool. Larry had all that history. And Larry, just sharp as attack, tack doubt about that, 89 years old and sharp. I mean, unbelievably sharp. And of course, if you got the equally sharp Aaron Snow, the trainer of former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson, he was there in that corner when the meltdown went down. Of course, the meltdown against Buster Douglas in March of 1990, wow, February of 1990, of course, in Los uh, in Japan, the meltdown of Iron Mike, 38 to one odds. Man, Aaron tried to get uh, the story of that fight. We'll probably get to Aaron to talk about it someday. But he just couldn't get Mike to really focus and train on that. Mike was too busy doing with other, dealing with other things like girls, Japanese girls, that kind of stuff. Anyway, bottom line is, you are tuned to Rink Talk Live worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA on February 1st. I'm rockin' and rollin' back in the world of promotion, folks. That's right, Palamento Productions has resurfaced. We're gonna do a live event, a dance event. It's gonna be at the Sons of Italy Hall at 5051 Mission Street here in the city by the bay. We're calling that La Fuente 2020. La Fuente was a nightclub here in San Francisco that was rocked and rolled in the 80s and 90s, sort of like the Studio Studio 54, of the East Coast, of the West Coast for Latin people. Anyway, the bottom line is, and people of color, and people that like salsa, that kind of good stuff. Anyway, we're gonna rock and roll. Old school salsa, February 1st, Sons of Italy Hall. We've got the place almost sold out. Well, I take it back. We scaled the house to 300, and there's 297 seats sold with 2898 ticks. So, by the bottom line is, it's sold out there. We're gonna try to expand the house to another 50 seats. We'll probably put that out around Christmas time. So, right now, we're sort of sold out. That's the best way to be. And like Don King said to me, Pedro, you should have got a bigger venue. I said, Godfather, but you told me to go with the smaller venue. Yeah, but I didn't know you were going to sell out in two weeks, Holmes. Bottom line is, we did sell out almost two weeks, so I want to thank the ambassadors that I have, and they are three lovely ambassadors. We'll talk about Virginia and ours of course, that's, she's from the East Bay, girl from the Excelsior here in the city by the Bay of San Francisco, and another couple of Excelsior products as well, Elizabeth and uh, Rosario Cervantes, twins as they are. Bottom line is, these three ladies are my ambassadors at Palometto Productions. Check out our uh, events at LaFuente2020.com. You are tuned to the Longest running Fight Show in History, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As we go to the break, after this two-hour show, we go to the break with platinum recording artist Lenny Williams, who's pa- who faced with the fact his brother passed away a few months ago. i talk about Tyron. You're tuned to Sports Byline. This is Lenny Williams. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Scott Cuddy's a producer. Thank you so much.